Extra Crispy, podcast of curious conversations with me, your host, Crispin Schroeder. Well, today's episode is a bit of a new music spotlight with my guest, Taylor Morosky. Taylor has definitely cut his teeth over the years doing jazz music around the New Orleans area and has been known as a, quite a player in that scene. In fact, I've done a few gigs with him, even though I don't play jazz music much myself, but uh, I played a handful of gigs with Taylor over the past couple of years. Gotta say, not only is he an incredible player, he's a good guy to work with, um, but unbeknownst to me and probably many people who have played with Taylor, not only is he a great musician, but he's been honing his songwriting gift as well. So he's been writing songs for the past few years and for the first time has released an album of his own songs, his own original songs. His new album is called Righteous Man. And it deals with familiar struggles of self-deception, guilt, pride, and more. But also offers some hope in the midst of these burdens. So we're going to be talking with Taylor today about his new album uh, and how faith has come to influence his uh, songwriting. So in this episode, we're going to be talking about the album, but more importantly than talking about it, we're going to let you listen to a few of the cuts from this, and you can go listen to it yourself after this interview and turn your friends on to it. So without further ado, let's get into this extra crispy conversation with Taylor Morosky talking about his new album, Righteous Man. cheat and disobey make promises to god and to come back the same day if i was a righteous man i'd keep promises i make i wish i was a righteous man but lord no i'm not a righteous man i I wish it was a fantasy, but I'm as filthy as they come From my head down to my feet If I was a righteous man, I'd always be fresh and clean I I wish I was a righteous man, but Lord knows, Lord knows Who do you think I So you've been playing music a long time, huh? Yeah. Uh, let's see. When did I start? Probably um, my first instrument I think I got 
and I got a little keyboard in kindergarten or something like that. Uh-huh. They gave me, and I used to piddle around on that. And it, you know, it was one of the ones that had the screen on it. And it would show you how to play the notes. Oh, cool! So I would do that, <laughs> and I would like learn the, learn the songs and that the keyboard said to learn. And then uh, eventually, I did violin in the third grade, switched to bass in the fourth grade, um, and then got the electric bass the next year. So I grew up side by side playing electric and upright bass. And then that, that kind of became your main instrument, right? At least for a while. For sure. That's still, I would still consider it to be pretty much my main, my main thing. Um, but I've just, uh, I think since high school, I started, uh, had like a, a songwriting project. I had to write a song for our project. I didn't want to like do, there were other options, but I wanted to yeah. do the song. So I, I did that. And then after that, I kind of learned that I could do it. And then I just kind of kept writing songs periodically. And then it's just gotten... It's just escalated a lot. <laughs> and you, you actually went to Loyola, got a degree in music and stuff as well? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, I did music education, actually. Music education. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, uh, they, they say that it's a it's like a super solid music degree to get because it actually has a, an application that you might want the degree for. Yeah. You know, for jazz, you know, if I, if I wanted to just play jazz or classical or something, I thought... Maybe classical, but uh, definitely if I just want to play jazz or songwriter stuff, then I, I should probably just like have just put my foot down and got into the scene yeah. earlier. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So your new album, Righteous Man, it's your first album? Yes. First, first solo album. I've been on a couple other yeah. ones. Self-produced. Um, you wrote all the songs. I wrote all, them, all the songs. Uh, it was actually, it was kickstarted. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, which you supported me for, yes. for so thanks. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a Kickstarter record, and it, the Kickstarter re- went really well. Um, I think I raised uh, 121% of my funding goal um, oh, within, within a l- little more than 30 days. Yeah. So I went from not being able to do it at all, and I still would not be able to do it at all, to being able to fully fully produce a record. Yeah. Um, and then some of it I had to do myself. I had to like, because uh, I recorded a lot of it myself. Yeah. I recorded all the vocals, guitar, um, all the bass, um, any sound effects, anything like that. Some of the keys. Um, and then I had a buddy who did the rest of it um, on keys in Washington and sent it to me via email. Wow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then drums were done professionally. Yeah. And I noticed there's a horn player on there as well. Is that you or someone else? That's me. Yeah, I'm really? playing trumpet. You play horns too. Yeah. <laughs> you're, you're yeah, you 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 gave my son some tuba lessons. I forgot about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the the trumpet. I'm not a trumpet player at all. Yeah. But you know, you can sit if you sit in front of your DAW for long enough. Yeah. But the trumpet DAW eventually... means digital audio workstation for those non uh, recording geeks out there. <laughs> if you sit in front of your computer and your microphone for long enough, <laughs> yes, <laughs> then uh, yeah, you'll eventually. Um, if you play it a thousand times, you'll eventually get it right. So <laughs> that was my strategy with the trumpet. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. When I go into the studio and I'm recording, uh, you know, I could play guitar, and I can come up with some cool stuff. But yeah, like on electric guitar, like pretty much to get like two minutes of of a recording, like that's an all day thing for me, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but it's always, it's, it's a way you learn. 
I, I think I've found over the years the the place that I've grown the most as a musician is through recording because there is something about the objective part about you know you know having to hear yourself back because hearing yourself in the moment versus actually listening back it's a, it's a different world okay. very enlightening yes <laughs> sometimes <And> hard <laughs> brutally honest yeah. So your your album, it, it seems to to really explore a lot of kind of spiritual themes. Tell me a little bit about your your faith journey and and how that kind of coincides with your uh, music. Yeah, um, I'm a Christian. Um, let's see. Did you grow up in church? No. No. Okay. I uh, well, I think my parents may have would have would have said they were Christians. There was no submission to the Lord. There yeah. wasn't really much of anything other than just um, some some ascribing to the morals of christianity and then we went to church like occasionally like every once in a while yeah um but we pretty much like like we i guess yeah we all identified as christians but um no we pretty much uh i started in my faith um i would say around the 11th grade i went to the strawberry festival out in what is it yeah playing there tonight (laughs) (laughs) and the uh yeah, I got, they have, uh, if you've ever been to the Strawberry Festival, there's a lot of evangelists out there. And yeah. <laughs> I got handed three Bibles in one day. Really? Yeah. Wow. And I started crack. I cracked, I just kind of opened them and I was like, oh no. <laughs> and I was like looking at everything and I, I don't know. I just, I, I felt very convicted. And so yeah. like, um, you know, I went through that. Uh, I went to my buddy's house, um, stayed the night there and uh asked him if I could go to church with him the next morning. I went to church with him the next morning. Um and then I got back to my house and my parents were like, uh, where were you? Why are you dressed up? I was like, I went to church. They're like, You went to church? I was like yeah. <laughs> I was like, Yeah. They're like, Why didn't you ask us to go to church? I was like, I didn't think you'd want to go to church. And they were like, Ooh <laughs> And so So we we started some church hunting <laughs> and yeah. uh you know, I started started going to church and um yeah, just over over time, just you know, came to to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Now that's I, I operate in in that light and the grace that I've been given by yeah. God. We're going to sing a different song. Sing a song I know. What if I let myself in on a little secret? 
What if I let the left side know what the right was thinking? Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde, come out and play. Angel and a demon on my shoulder blade. Someone teach me not to lie to myself. Someone teach me not to lie. Someone teach me not to lie to myself. Someone teach me not to lie. Every plan I've ever made was wishful thinking. And every time I closed my eyes to dream, I was mistaken. so wrapped up in my identity it's not that i was like i'm gonna write a christian record now or i'm gonna do this or whatever it's just i was i just wrote what i was thinking about and what i felt at the time and then just uh you know those things came out and uh i wanted to make a a record because you know at this point with the way that we distribute would distribute music now i don't really need to make an album anymore you know yeah. you used to have to do that because you, you didn't want to print a cd for one song it just it was too expensive right now i can just drop anything on, on whatever i want pretty much so um you know i needed a reason to make a record and uh i, I looked at all my songs and i was like okay is there anything anything commonly happening in all of my songs and i was like okay all these kind of have um a tie-in with uh with like my journey in combating my own sin um and like just in general like songs that sort of uh confront like the ways that i'm hypocritical and the ways that um, i lie to myself and the stuff like that um so i took all those songs and i put them together as one unit um and so what's the first the uh like the opening track is righteous man righteous man 
yeah, it's kind of I I wanted to have it because people people do know that I'm a Christian, so that yeah. they'll be like, oh, righteous man, so he thinks he's a righteous man, whatever, yeah. and so they'll they'll pop in that CD or whatever, then they're gonna hear the whole theme of it is I'm not a righteous man. Like yeah. the first thing they're gonna hear is like is like a longing towards something else rather than a, I'm so great. Yeah, and um, I, I also with the with the album art too tried to like kind of capture that. You know, uh, my uncle is the artist. Oh, and it's okay. yeah, there's the apple peeling into a snake. So I was just trying to like make a like a very uh I guess uh I was trying to juxtapose a little bit and try to try to like have people have an expectation by the title of the track and then look at it and be like, Oh, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> and then the next few songs are, are different songs Teach Me Not to Lie, Who Am I Gonna Blame? They're kind of uh about just like where you put um like teach me not to lie is kind of follows around um like the ways that we we try to twist reality to make it work for us yeah. um yeah and i just uh so in, in that sense you know um is uh i think whenever i was writing that i was kind of thinking about how i just like do things do whatever i just like kind of do whatever i want and then just like imagine that it's the way it should be and that i'm doing the right thing <laughs> yeah um uh, so that song is kind of like a, a pushback against it. Who am I going to blame? What's that one about? Who am I going to blame? <laughs> uh, it's kind of just like a reflection of what was happening right, right when I wrote it. Yeah. I, I actually wrote that song. Uh, I was like, all right, I need to write a song. So I got an egg timer, I put it on my table and I flipped it to an hour. I was like, this has to happen. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I, 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 um, I just started writing and that's that's the song that came out and basically um you know it's kind of about like uh at the time i was just exiting college and i was just like well i'm about to go out into the real world and um you know i've been equipped so well <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like it's like there's so many people in the world who who might be able to actually like blame their circumstances for like yeah for what for what's happening to them or how they but i just really don't think that i have that that excuse because i've had awesome parents good childhood yeah um they pay for me to go to school i've got you know i have a degree i've got it all so like there's at this point like there's no i should not uh you know, now now it's all on me to to make something out of my life. Yeah, and it, it's like very scary, but also very exciting. Mm-hmm. But in the moment, it's or, yeah, around that time, I think I, I talk about the car wreck. I got in a car 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 wreck and just like messed up my car. I was fine, but like, yeah, um, you know, it shook me up a lot. And then uh, uh, kind of talked about just uh, like I was staying with my friend uh, at an apartment uptown. And I was just like, kind of like seeing just how much I eat and how much money food is. <laughs> I was like, I didn't know it cost money to eat. <laughs> and uh, yeah, just uh, yeah. So all all that stuff is just kind of like about uh, at the end of the day, like now, um, you know, it's it's on me to be accountable for my own life yeah. and where and where I go with it. Yeah, I need a scapegoat. Oh, and it can't be me Yeah, I need a scapegoat Someone's gotta take the heat Cause I'm getting anxious The deadline's coming soon Yeah, I'm getting anxious 
I don't wanna fail so soon. Time's up. Time for me to learn what it's all about. Cut me out and throw me out. Things are gonna move a bit fast now. Did I work hard enough? Even though I'm shaky and tired, I did the work, but did the schoolwork. Or was it just a waste of my time? Who am I gonna blame? 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 So I noticed listening to you, you know, I've, I've given your album a, a good spin and a half. Um, two things I noticed about it, like musically, you, you really do seem to have kind of a, a pop sensibility in your songwriting, and but there's a lot of, definitely a lot of uh, jazz influence and stuff kind of under the surface, so, which, is, which is a really cool thing because I think, you know, oftentimes pop music seems pretty dumbed down, you know, least common denominator, but you, you've managed to kind of create this thing that um, does not come across as terribly complicated, probably unless you understand music. And then I'm like, oh, that's, that's, that's a, <laughs> <laughs> what, uh, what are your, what are your influences in songwriting and, and maybe musicians that have influenced you? Or is there anybody that you kind of, when, when you're writing or, or, or coming up with stuff that, you know, you, their ideas kind of help you at least from inspiration side. I think the, the dude for me, uh, for songwriting, uh, especially at the beginning was Amos Lee. Oh yeah. I had learned all the Amos Lee songs I could learn. I'd like, I've, I probably know more Amos Lee songs than I know like anybody else. Uh, except obviously my songs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, just because he, I, I really admired him because he does also have, you know, some sensibilities of, uh, like you can hear in his stuff, you know, a little bit more intense harmony than you would normally get with a pop musician. Yeah. Um, and he, you can hear with his stuff is like, uh, you know, 
occasionally like a jazz sensibility to it that that appealed to me at first and then i didn't know that i was learning how to write lyrics while i was listening to him too yeah. uh until I, I was like deep in it and i was like oh shoot here it's pretty pretty good lyrics and now um so uh definitely that and then playing in church too um you know has church music uh for christian like contemporary worship music is like very verse chorus oriented verses choruses bridges and stuff like that so i usually structure my songs like pop because uh it just works it's not confusing no one's confused whenever you do (laughs) pop form um because it just it it operates basically on on just like where the song feels like it needs to go yeah so that that's really useful to to me as a writer because it gives me a good sense of structure and then uh as for um with with jazz um and all the i don't really like consider um like like jazz i don't try to like push jazz into my music or anything it doesn't it's just like that's just that's my palette that's what i have sure i've got uh um you know i've got in my my skill set i guess is a bunch of jazz a bunch of funk and then singing guitar and playing um and so i'm just kind of i just kind of like put things together that I think they sound good. I, I really just follow my ears. I'm not trying to, yeah. um, I'm not trying to get anybody to, to be like, um, be like, Whoa, he sounds jazzy or something like that. <laughs> Actually, that would really make me uncomfortable. <laughs> like that at all. I don't like that word. Jazzy. Jazzy. Um, jazz hands. <laughs> yeah. The, uh, I just want to, I just want to write something that like is meaningful to people. Yeah. And if, uh, you know, whatever colors i need to put on the canvas i will put them <laughs> if i settle down maybe i'll sink my roots into the ground choked up by the weeds oh, 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 So your your new album you you got a album release coming up or have we missed it I know it's coming up oh, it's, it's 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 coming up the first album release <laughs> is on November the 9th November 9th 7 okay, yeah. p.m. at the lake house at the lake house is that just the listening party or is that going to have your band and everything uh that that's the album release okay yeah. um so yeah I'll be playing with my band and then uh, the next Monday, November the 12th, is the South Shore release, which is um, at Sidebar Nola, also at 7 o'clock, and there will be Jambalaya. Ooh. Yes. Jambalaya. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, no, there's some there's some cool stuff for the for the releases. I'm gonna do like a, a, a raffle for a shirt, and some people are gonna get digital downloads, and so yeah. I'm gonna be giving out some 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 fun, you know, album merch stuff. <laughs> That's good, man. <laughs> well, Taylor, man, I thought really uh, glad you could come over today, and I've enjoyed uh, getting to know you and, and play some gigs with you over the and, and get to catch you different places and. Uh, so if you're out there and you want to come and check out uh, Taylor's album release party on the North Shore, it is November 9th, 7 p.m. 7 p.m. The Lake House, out on the lakefront of Mandeville. Uh-huh. Cool place. Cool place to go. And then uh, on the South Shore on that following Monday... Sidebar Nola. Sidebar Nola. 7 p.m. 7 p.m. And Jambalaya is included. Yes. Is it First funky come. Jambalaya? Hey. <laughs> first come, first serve. First come, first serve. All right. Cool. Facebook, Taylor Morosky, and y'all look him up.